Hey, how's it going, YouTube? This is Eric Abroad with the Eric Abroadcast, and welcome to this week's podcast. That's right, kids. We got some new sound effects in the mix. We got, um, I don't know. We actually don't have a whole lot. Let's see. Yeah. Actually, today, um, this is probably the third or fourth time I've uh, attempted to begin recording this podcast. Uh, I keep getting about five to ten minutes in, and my computer just crashes. So I feel like I'm being rushed, and I'm scared to... Uh, continue this podcast because I'm worried I'm going to get, you know, an hour into it and it's just going to crash and I'm going to lose everything. So let's hope that's not the case. I'm a little nervous. Uh, You can see I actually uh, redid my microphone setup a little bit here, Uh, moved the camera just a hair. Uh, I think this will help um, before I had this little pot filter here, but it was kind of facing like it was flat against my face. So you couldn't really see my face. I I hope that this is a little bit better for you guys. I kind of have it to the side. I could get in like this, but that's a little close, right? So if I'm back here, I don't know. I'm just sticking around. So uh, trying to, you know, make sure and get this all ready to go. Um, Welcome to this week's podcast, guys. Um, Let me think what's going on. Uh, I'm, I'm a little scatterbrained right now, as I always am usually, but even more so. Uh, It's a little late. Uh, It's actually not that late. It's seven o'clock. Uh, PM for me on uh, December the 11th Um, but just seriously just like two hours ago I just got hit with this weird wave of like Eric go to bed right now like I feel kind of sick I feel whatever so I got a nice cup of uh, hot tea here Um, but I uh, actually need to finish this podcast right now Um, this week a friend of mine from Japan uh, she studied at the same university uh, that I did in Japan at, uh, Kansai Gata University. She's coming to Portland for a week. Um, so she's going to be staying at my house for a few days. Uh, I'm going to be housing her and like showing her around Portland and stuff. So, uh, she's showing up later tonight. And so I've been spending all day, like cleaning the house, you know, and just making it like not, you know, smelly in here <laughs> and, uh, making it, you know, uh, proper accommodations for someone who wants to, you know, stay over. Um, so I'm really tired. I think I lost a lot of sleep and I'm just feeling a little sick. Um, but there is some good news. Uh, I guess, uh, finals week just ended. How did that go for everyone? Um, it went pretty good for me. I think I checked my grades. Um, I got a couple B's where I wish I got A's, but Hey, I'm still passing, uh, two of my classes. I think I, uh, I got two A's and two B's this semester, which, um, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I usually strive for the all A's. But um, considering if you guys have been following my channel over the last few months, you've seen that uh, I was really, really busy a few months ago due to uh, working too many jobs. And I quit a job in order to focus more on school and I was able to catch up. So instead of getting C's, we got some B's. Instead of getting B's, we got some A's. So that's good. I'm really excited about that. Uh, Today's podcast, um, I was trying to think about a good topic to talk about. um, And it occurred to me, I've actually been thinking a lot about today's topic lately um that is the the problem with um studying a language and living in a in a different country where you can't really use that language um of course there's exceptions um you can use a language in almost any country i suppose but um it's just in the in i guess in comparison to living and studying in that said country so in my case i studied abroad in japan for a year um, and it's, it really, um, I kind of forgot what it's like to, you know, be just so immersed in listening to the Japanese language all day, every day. I, it, it, this applies to any language, by the way, you know, if you study abroad in Germany, if you study abroad, you know, wherever, um, 
just having that full immersion, having your friends always asking, especially when they ask you questions, because it forces you to think of an answer in that language. Like someone's like, oh, so why did you come to Japan? I have to think of the reasons like, uh, well, I'm, I'm, you know, I have some friends. I, the culture's cool. I like the food, you know, whatever. And like, um, lately I've just noticed that I myself personally, even in my Japanese courses with, um, the other students, and this is something I, in the beginning, I really tried to steer away from is the second that class ends, we just switch to English and I, it's common for, you know, any class and it's just cause it's comfortable. Of course, it's, it's an obvious thing. Um, but I remember when I was in Japan, I, it bothered me a lot whenever that would happen. If like class would end and everyone started speaking English, you know, I would try to not be like, it can be annoying if you do it too much, but I would try to be, do it like a little politely, like, Hey, like, you know, I maybe, or maybe even mention it. Like I want to, you know, do you want to try to practice a little Japanese outside of class since everyone else is like just speaking English and occasionally you'd find that other student who's like, yeah, sure. And you know, you're speaking in a really, you know, broken whatever, but you can help each other out. And it's kind of the, what do they call it? Like iron, iron sharpens iron where like, if I make a mistake and my friend corrects me, if he makes a mistake, I can correct him. And you just kind of slowly shave off the, the mistakes um, until, you know, you, you're not perfect, but you're better than when you started. And I've noticed myself, um, this semester is kind of, and I, I, you know, I find a lot of things to blame and there are some things, I have some legit reasons where I was, you know, really overwhelmed, but even by the end of the semester, um, I don't know. There's a lot of reasons I, you know, I could go into it forever. Like there's the, the program we have at our school isn't like the greatest I'll admit. Um, there are some things to blame there, but there's, there really is no excuse at the end of the day. I could always be doing better. You could always be doing better. Um, there's always a way to, to study, uh, more effectively in a more enjoyable, enjoyable way in a, in a way that's like more, um, like easier to remember. And, uh, I just noticed myself lately. I've been really kind of just realizing like, man, I, I, you know, just because I'm surrounded by English and I speak English throughout most of the day, uh, my Japanese thinking especially has gone down a lot. Um, as in like thinking on my feet and, uh, it's really, it's really been bothering me lately. So my motivation has been going up tremendously just in the last couple weeks. Uh, actually I have some, uh, good, um, I suppose this could be some good advice, I think. I found this out uh, a few weeks ago and every podcast, like before I started, I'm like, okay, I'm going to mention that advice. And I never did. Every time I end the podcast, I'm like, oh fuck, I forgot. Um, and it's, it's actually really simple. Uh, this is something I've been doing lately. I think this, uh, goes against like some of my personal rules, which are, um, in, uh, sorry, I'm losing my train of thought here. Not to use a television show or like an anime or uh, a drama series alone to study a language or a culture. Um, I try to encourage people to use it as a supplement. And, um, lately I've been using actually one show in particular, uh, a couple shows, but one mainly as my main source of studying, uh, new words lately, simple words, but words that I haven't learned yet. You know, you can only learn so many words in a textbook. You, you know, if you, if you didn't happen to learn, you know, how to say the word dig or ground or something like that, uh, you know, you're not going to know those words, even though they're very simple and a child will know them. It's just the fact that you haven't learned them yet. So you, it's good. I think now I'm starting to realize that it's good to kind of, maybe it is good to try to find the good shows that I guess it's good to find a show. Okay. Let me just stop. Like, uh, I'll just say what the show is and maybe it'll make more sense. Uh, there's a show that you guys may be familiar with. I was familiar with it, uh, but I had never seen it. 
um, until I started studying Japanese. It's a show called Shinchan. I guess if you were to say it in a Japanese accent, it'd be uh, Kureon Shinchan. Yeah, like crayon is the like crayon like for coloring. Um, the whole show basically, apparently, it came out in the U.S. on Adult Swim. Uh, it's a TV network program we have here. Um, it came out, but I I heard that it didn't do very well just because it didn't translate very well into Western audiences because it's a very Japanese show. Um, it's it's basically a show. Uh, I think originally when it first came out, it was it was meant to be really crude. Uh, the drawing is terrible; it looks really bad. But the humor itself is also crude. In that uh, he's like the it's it's based on this little kid named Shinosuke, uh, also known as Shinchan, and he's about five years old. But he's also like really perverted. He has these crushes on like women with like big breasts, and um, so there's a lot of like ongoing jokes there with like sexuality and things like that. But it's really funny, and over time. Um, it's become just kind of a staple show in Japan, I believe. I believe it's just kind of a household show. Everyone, a lot of people know it, and there's, you know, thousands of episodes and things like that. Uh, so I've been recently just diving into it. I never really knew much about it, but the reason it's so good is there's so many episodes online. Um, if you go on YouTube, they, they are, like, technically, you know, I'm not going to try to promote you to go watch the illegally uploaded videos on YouTube, uh, but they exist. And, you know, because in America, we don't have the show. So I encourage anyone out there, uh, if you're learning, I guess for any language, but specifically with Japanese, if you're at a level where you're kind of at um, maybe an intermediate level, but you would just love to, one, keep your listening practice up, two, maybe learn a few new words, uh, maybe how to write a few kanji, and three, well, I don't know, just be entertained, I would suggest... Finding an episode of Shin-chan. This is what I've been doing. I found one episode. I guess I could tell you the exact episode if you want to watch the same one because it's pretty good. It's really short. It's only about eight minutes. Uh, and the, the name of the episode is... Wa- uh, what is it? Waka, waka, what is it? Wakasagi Tsuri. Wakasagi Tsuri? Yeah, I think it's Wakasagi. Wakasagi is a... Um, again, I learned this only through the show itself. Cause, so it's, there's, it's not like I knew about this before. And it's kind of a cultural thing. Wakasagi is a type of fish... Apparently in Hokkaido, which is the northern region of Japan, uh, it's a really small, really like thin, like lean fish. And apparently people fish for them and you cook them in what's known as tempura. I'm sure you know what that is. It's basically just a Japanese style of deep frying like chicken and things like that. And um, it's supposedly really good. But the whole episode is just about the family. They go to go fish these fish. And there's a lot of, you know, typical Shin-chan jokes where the dad and the little son are trying to hit on the tour guide women and things like that. But just throughout the the whole episode, I was just watching it one night when I was just like going to bed and I was really looking at it. And I'm like, wow, I don't know half the words they're even saying. Like I can understand in context, like they're saying, for example, they're, they're going to go fish and they're like, OK, we need to cut. Just like think of these words in your head as I'm saying them. You need to cut a hole in the ice. You need to attach worms to the hooks and place the hooks into the hole and wait for the fish to bite them, then pull them out. Say that in Japanese. I couldn't even say it like fluently right now, at least not like smoothly. It's like, I'm not even going to try. Like, it's just going to, you know. Um, but basically, I took that episode because I was kind of inspired by that. I'm like, holy crap, I could actually, you know, probably learn a lot from this. Um, so luckily, that episode in particular, uh, whoever uploaded the video, put it up with Japanese subtitles and Chinese. Usually it's like Filipino, Chinese. It's a lot of like, because it's an Asian show. It's really popular in Asia. Um, it just, but it, again, it doesn't translate very well to the West because it's just very, it's very Asian, very Japanese. Um, everything that they do from day to day is almost always something that 
only someone in Japan would do. If um, I don't know, just the types of food, the type of interactions, the sports they do, uh, relationships, and the humor itself is just it's just Japanese. But it's very um, how could you say like nichijou no kaiwa nichijou? How do I don't know? Like everyday conversation is what is so great about it, in my opinion. Even though it's a show about fart jokes and butts, and it's you know. Uh, you know pornography and things like that but it's not that crude it's very it's it's almost like on the same level as like family guy i guess in a sense and that it's dirty it's got dirty humor but it's entertaining um but it's a good slice of life show anyways i've been going off on that for i've I've been uh, talking about this now for a little bit but but i'm serious um i think one of the biggest suggestions i have is i got i forget the name of the uh add-on but you could probably find it Go on google and find an add-on for youtube that allows you to to slow down the play black the playback of the video. I know that in YouTube, you it has like a default, like 50%, whatever. Um, but you don't have a lot of options. If you get the plugin, you can spick... Wow, I can't talk right now. Let me take a sip of this tea. Hold on. Let me just catch my breath. I'm going to throw on the Jeopardy theme, and we're going to come back in like 10 seconds. Holy cow. And we're back. Yeah. Sorry about that. I'm just, yeah, I'm getting a little tongue-tied. I'm a little tired. I'm a little sick, but that's okay. But basically, my suggestion was I've been watching the show. Basically, I'll watch it once, just raw, just watch it through and just, you know, see what I can comprehend or whatever. And then I'll go back and watch it again on 75%. So I'll turn it down and it'll play back at 75%. And if you're watching a version of the video that hasn't been altered in any way, it's not sped up or slowed down, the speed is actually not terrible you'd expect that like the music gets all crummy and it gets all weird and you can't hear the dialogue it sounds robotic not at all it's just slow um but it's at a slow enough level like for me i I, you know i'd consider myself like intermediate at this point but i i try not to say my level because it's still very low um if i'm watching a video of shin chan and i can't understand it i'm not fluent and so if I slow it down to 75%, you can really make out the syllables because they speak really fast in this show. They get really angry at each other. They get really wild. It's really fast and funny. Um, and if you can slow it down, you can pick apart, pick apart the parts. So I think that episode alone, um, in the last two weeks, I know joke, I've probably watched it 15 times um, in that when I'm like on the way to school or something, I'll, I have it on my phone and I'll just play it and listen to it. And it's just to get my ears, you know, uh, acclimated to hearing uh, those words coming so fast. So I guess if I have any advice or if, if, if any of this advice isn't applying to you um, and you want it to apply, you know, to whatever language you're doing, try to find a show like Shin-Chan or um, there's another reality drama series. If you have Netflix, I've uh, suggested this show in the past. It's basically the real world, but set in uh, Tokyo and it's called uh, Terrace House. Um, there's a few seasons and a ton of episodes. It's basically just the real world. There's, uh, like six kids that are like, they're all models and photographers and actors. And they're like, you know, rich and like good looking, but they, they all live in the same, like really classy, fancy house together. Um, it's a lot because it's Japanese. There's a lot less like fighting and throwing shit and like people like going crazy. Like the American shows are. Cause that's like what American reality TV is. It's actually really entertaining. You watch them like go on dates and stuff and it's all, you know, probably really scripted, but the best part of the show, what's so interesting to me is, um, you can throw on subtitles, you know, of course, first in English, if you need that. Um, lately I've just been watching the Japanese subtitles so that I can understand, you know, what they're saying, like by reading it. 
um, because it's very everyday conversation. And I'll pick up some words, then I'll hear them say it like five times, and I'm like, okay, I should probably write that word down. And I have a little notepad while I'm, you know, going to bed or whatever, just next to my bed. Um, that's a big suggestion, I suppose, for me or for you guys. Um, while I was in Japan. I've probably mentioned this before, but I always had either a cell phone list or like a little notepad in my pocket at all times. Because uh, there'll be times throughout the day where you'll just hear a word. And before you forget it, you're going to want to write it down. Um, and then like maybe later at home, you can look it up and try to burn it into your head. Speaking of which, um, that is going to bring us to the part of today. I know that was a little long-winded introduction that may not apply to everyone. But today, um, I have a couple, I, I guess, wow, I can't talk. How am I, How do we say this? Now is the time for the Japanese word of the day. So what is that word? The word is to relax. And this is actually embarrassing. I had the word prepared, but I, for- I want to make sure I say it right. So let me pull it up on my phone here. I- this, is- this is the professionalism uh, that we have here at the Erica Broadcast. Okay, today's word is to relax. Because now that I'm on winter break, finals are done. Um... Oh, I forgot to mention, it snowed in Portland last week. Um, if you guys saw anything, well, I get, doubt you guys would watch the news particularly for Portland. But it's pretty rare for Portland to get snow this heavy. But the last, like, three years, it snowed, I think, every year. And I don't know if this is due to, like, global warming or I don't really know how that works, um, climate change and things like that. But it's been snowing pretty frequently. And it's supposed to snow. It already melted, but it's supposed to snow again this week. And um, it was so cool um, I'm getting totally sidetracked from the word of the day, but when we finished our finals, like my last final, I finished it, we walked out, it was dumping snow right then. So it was like the perfect timing. The city was like shutting down because people in Portland, um, because we don't get a lot of snow, if there's even an inch, the whole city basically shuts down. Uh, people can't drive. There's a lot of hills. We're not prepared for it. The roads aren't salted properly. I don't know why. Like, I think like the news is pretty accurate nowadays. If you look at the news and it's like, it's going to snow. throw some salt on the street. I don't know. I don't know. But for me, it was great because I was already done. So me and like some friends, we went to go get food and drinks like in the restaurants that were still open. And we were wandering throughout Portland all day in like the heavy, heavy snow. Um, it was a ghost town. There was no one there. So it was really cool. We, you know, we were able to like, you know, go to like a bar and get some drinks and like walk around a little tipsy. Um, but like safely, you know, just stay off the roads. And it was, um, that was a lot of fun. But today's word of the day, um, which I need to look at here. It's, I learned it from a friend just the other day. He was messaging me, uh, cause I sent him a snap of me just like chillaxing. And, um, the word is kutsurogu, which means to relax. Kutsurogu. So if you were going to say it politely, kutsurogimasu or something like that. So kutsurogu, um, because that's basically what we're doing for the next two weeks. Uh, for me until Christmas starts, I have nothing going on again. I have my friend coming tomorrow, so I'm going to be like chauffeuring Portland and that's, you know, I guess kind of, you know, some work or whatever, but it'll be a lot of fun. And then after that, um, I'm going to be, yeah, I have nothing to do until Christmas. So even today, you guys will be proud of me for this. Uh, I know that my normal vlog videos have not been coming out lately. It's just been the podcast lately due to school. Um, been really busy with that and I've been, I can't wait to get back today. I finally found like one hour just to start a project just to start it. And I'm so excited because, uh, I pulled up, I pulled open some of the footage. I guess I can tell you, give you like, for those of you who listen to the podcast, you deserve to get the inside scoops. It's not like it's a big secret, but I went with a friend of mine named Masa. Uh, I don't think he's been, no, 
you do know him. If you've seen my video where I did the interview at the the school, and there's the individual, the one guy wearing a purple shirt, and he's, like, smoking a cigarette, um, that's Masa. And after we did that video, we actually, like, stayed in contact, and we became really good friends, and we're still really great friends. Uh, like, we, we, you know, talk to each other all the time. And we, last year for Christmas, actually, I think I mentioned this in some other podcasts, so I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself. I'll say the short version. But uh, apparently in Japan, Christmas is more of a, a dating holiday than it is a family one, as it is here in the States. Um, so I didn't know that. So I didn't make a lot of effort to, like, find a date or find a girlfriend. If I had known that, I would have, made, you know, maybe made a little more effort. Like, hey, like, let's go out on a date on Christmas or something like that. Um, so I was a little, like, bummed because everyone else was busy. I, I was messaging all my friends, like, hey, it's Christmas. Let's go do something. They're like, dude, I have a date. And I'm like, what the hell? So like all my friends were busy, but me, and I felt like a loser. So I kept messaging people until Masa, he's like, dude, I don't have a date either. And I'm like, yes, let's go. So, um, he suggested that we go on a, like a bromance, a bromantic getaway, uh, to a place in Kobe, uh, which Kobe is actually like a big city, but there's a lot of like mountainous and, um, uh, like nature areas nearby. And we did, we got a rental car and went on a trip for the day just to go to the, uh, there's this place that's really famous for hot springs and it was incredible. So I was pulling up some of the footage today and just looking at it. Uh, there's like a couple time lapses in there. Uh, some footage of me, like, uh, it's, it's, I think it'll be really good. I think it's going to be really, um, yeah, it'll be good. It'll be entertaining. We went, we like hiked around. Um, unfortunately, you can't record inside the hot springs because people are naked. So, you know, I'm not going to bring a camera in there. There is a video that I'm going to be doing, um, hopefully in like a week or two, now that I have free time, where we went on another winter trip getaway to this place near Tokyo. Um, and at that place, there was no one else in the hot springs. So I ran back and got my camera and recorded. So, you know, aside from some sensor bars, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll see what it was like in the onsen. Um, and it's, it's incredible if there's snow outside and you're, you know what I mean? If you're in a hot tub in the snow, it's like the best, right? Well, imagine that hot tub has much less chlorine and it's like in Japan and it's like ancient rocks and, oh, not ancient, but you know, it feels ancient. You feel like you're in some like ancient spa getting, I don't know. It's incredible. There's something about it. Um, it's just a, it's a very different experience and you shower before you go in. So you're already clean. Um, you don't have to worry about it being gross, hence much less chlorine. So it's a lot more enjoyable. It's more of a relaxing thing. Um, so that's another video that, uh, you will get to finally see, you know, from my perspective, the hot springs. And I'm really excited for that. That'll be really fun. Um, I guess I'm getting off topic and kind of bouncing around here. Uh, the, the, what was, I already forgot the word. I apologize. I, I, it, again, it's a new word for me too. I learned it just the other day. So kutsurogu, 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 kutsurogu. Say it a million times. Kutsurogu, kutsurogimasu, kutsuronderu. Okay. And, um, I guess there's another word that I, I know a little bit more. Cause I don't know if this word's like super like casual or super slangy. Um, sorry that I don't know all the information on that. Sorry. Um, but, uh, there's another word that I learned. It's called, um, it's basically means to like veg out or to zone out. It's botosuru. And for anyone studying Japanese, uh, you'll want it, If you're trying to practice the pronunciation of this, this is a good word to practice. Um, if you're new to the language, Basically, in Japanese, sometimes there's words where instead of like botosuru, it's botosuru. Bot- so, you, do you notice how my tongue kind of like stalls there and then I release it? So, instead of botosuru, it's botosuru, right? So, the way you can tell that if you're studying um, in hiragana or katakana, the, the symbol for tsu, if you use a really small version of that, so in between bo 
and pull, you throw a small two in there. It's like really small. You throw it in there. That means you're supposed to hold it. So if you're if you're reading a Japanese thing and you see a two in there, and again, remember there's two. There's a hiragana version and a katakana version. Um, it means to hold kind of how I, I'm sure there's like a grammatical term or a, you know, uh, linguistical term for it, but I'm not sure what it is, but you basically just hold your tongue back and botosuru, which means literally to just like lay on your back and like stare at the ceiling. So I'd always be like messaging friends like, Hey, what are you doing? They're like, botosuru. And I'm like, Oh cool. Like you want to do something? They're like, hell yeah. You know? And that's like a good way to do that. So today's words of the day are botosuru and kutsurogo. I don't know why I can't remember that. I don't know why. There's no kanji for it. It's all hiragana. I don't know. We're going to remember this word. I'm going to I'm going to get it. Kutsurogu. Kutsurogu. Um yes, so um getting back on topic, I suppose. Um like I mentioned, just in the last couple weeks, my motivation has been going up a lot and um I was watching Shin Chan. I was actually I I wish I had it with me. I have a notepad where I'm I'm copying down word for word every line for line every word in that episode I mentioned with the um uh Wakasagi Tsuri and um I'm, I'm writing down literally the entire episode on paper so that I can look at it and read it. And cause there's just some, like, there's some funny reactions in the way they like scream at each other and like talk shit. And like, uh, it's, 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 you know, it's really good just to have it all there really, really spelled out and written out. So, um, my motivation has been up so much that I'm just like, all right, I need to plan out a way that even if like my classes aren't teaching me as much as I had hoped. Um, cause I've, you know, classes can vary and I'm learning this right now in that, um, some of my previous classes at another, a, uh, a different university, um, if anyone lives in Oregon, PCC, which is a Portland State Community College, um, where they offer level one, you know, year one and two of Japanese because it's a community college. It's a terrific program. I they they strive on their their whole point of their program is called the immersion factor or the immersion immersion program, where basically they speak almost zero English except for like after class. So if you have a question after class, you could of course go up to the teacher and ask in English. But aside from that, it's all in Japanese 100%. So at first it's terrible. Cause you're just like, Oh my gosh, what's ha- What's happening. But you start to, you, it really, it really works in my opinion. If you focus and you really take notes and you hear something you're like, what was that? And you write it down, ask your friend, ask your teacher later, get the translation. I don't know. It was, I went into Japan a lot more confident because I was learning every day uh, while I was here in the States. And now that I'm back and I'm in a more intermediate class myself and all of the students, it's hard to explain unless you're in the course. And if, if you're a PCC student doing Japanese, you would know, well, let me know because we're probably in the same program, but you probably know what I mean. Um, The way that I don't, the reason I don't like it is the way they do their grading is they have this system where they grade you daily um, it's like a daily grade. So instead of getting graded on like homework and, you know, tests and stuff, which are also graded, one of the most, the, like the biggest, uh, grading participation you can do is just showing up and trying really hard. So if you just show up to the class and you kind of do, you know, what you're supposed to, but you don't really like, like if someone asks you a question and you just answer it, but you don't like add to it or try to keep the conversation going as if you're trying to speak, um, you'll get like a one out of two for the day. So it's really hard because, you know, every day you want to show up with some weapons ready, you know, with something up your sleeve. Like if, are they, if they're, if you know, you're talking about a specific topic, you want to try to, you know, show up to classic. Okay. If they ask me a question regarding the weather, you know, I'm going to say this, this, and this, and then kind of ask a follow-up question to send it off to the next person. If you do that, you get two points for the day. 
And the reason I don't like that, at first I thought it was really cool because it's a good way to make sure that you're, like, motivated. It keeps you, like, on top of your game. The reason we don't like it is people tend to, for whatever reason, feel like they need to compete with each other. It's weird. Like, you'd think that, like, you know, oh, let's just do our best together. It's not like that at all. For some reason, even myself, um, I find that I don't want to, like chat with the whole group like hey let's talk in a group and like ask each other questions and just keep speaking japanese people just switch back to english once japanese is done because they're like worried of ruining their daily grade and stuff it's weird i don't know even though if you like already got your two points and then you made a goof it's not going to lower it but for some reason that tension is there that that worry of like messing up is there and i don't know i i feel like you shouldn't in my opinion you should never be in class and be scared to speak and be scared to make a mistake um, the majority of what I, I, I learn is through mistakes. Even like this word, kutsurogu. We got it right this time, right? It's because we fucked it up the first time and the second time and the third time. But because I fucked it up three times, I, I, I burn it into my head. And if I can remember it, kutsurogu. Now that I'm remembering it, this is a good example. Now that I'm just remembering it right now, it means it's burned in there at least to a, an extent. To, to some extent, my brain went, okay, there's a word I don't know. I know like some of the sits and then I like blah, 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 make all the connections. I got it. Now it's in there a lot stronger than if I had just read it once. You know, I read it for my friend earlier and I couldn't remember it. Now I will, or at least hopefully for the remaining of this podcast. Um, but it's because I'm not scared to make a mistake, right? I don't care. I'm not ashamed to like, oh, I totally said that weird and everyone's laughing at me. Like, yeah, that's embarrassing. But like, find out what you messed up and fix it and you'll never do it again, right? And you'll remember it because it's like, it was embarrassing and it's just... I don't know. So the the fact that it's kind of it feels competitive. You feel like you're being like really stared at by everyone, so it makes you scared and nervous to speak up. And I hate that. I really hate it. But again, um I didn't we didn't really realize this. We didn't really like I didn't really realize it until the end of the semester to go like this class actually isn't the greatest. It kind of sucks and it's a bummer cuz we're learning the stuff we're studying in class right now is really like it's a little it's more advanced, so it's hard. Um, but if I knew these words, it'd be like, wow, these are actually really useful. Um, if I ever have to, it's the, the class really steers on trying to have like debates. So we'll find like an article online, for example, where someone is complaining about something in Japan. Um, I mentioned one before where there was a girl who went to Japan and she was being treated differently because she was a foreigner and she complains about it. And you know, whether or not you agree or disagree with the article, it doesn't matter. It's the fact that you're trying to debate in another language. It's a real challenge. It's really hard trying to like give examples and, uh, you know, play devil's advocates and things like that. It's a lot of fun, but not when you're so like stared at. So what do you think, Eric? Why do you think this is this? And I'm like, oh, oh, and I'm, it's, it, I, it's hard to explain. It's one of those things where I didn't really realize it was happening until the end. And I asked some of my other peers, some of my other classmates, we were studying for the final and I was like, hey, do you guys do you guys feel the same way I do? Like, is this just me? Is is this class just not that good? And they're like, dude, I totally agree. And they all agreed. So we we um, luckily me and I uh, three other students we had like a Skype call and kind of a meeting, and we were like, hey, this next semester it's coming up, um, even over winter break. If you guys have any free time and you want to meet up, let's let's meet up. Let's let's fucking do this. Let's get let's you know. Let's work together rather than work individually and get really overwhelmed. The homework was, there was a lot of fucking homework. I'd find myself just so overwhelmed with the homework, but that by the time I just finished doing the homework, I don't have time to like reread it. You know, you really want to take time, dissect things. I'm kind of saying, I'm kind of a broken record at this point. I'm repeating myself, blah, 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 blah. And I just, uh, but for me, it's like, I want to finish the homework. 
reread all the questions, reread all my answers, find those mistakes, fix them, and then maybe go back, find some new vocab. And then from there, I'm like, all right, I got an extra half hour. I'll think of maybe, let's say, for example, the teacher asks me about this topic. Let's try to, let's just in my head for fun. Let's make a thing. That's how I, I studied a lot in Japan and just throughout the day trying to think, okay, if someone asks me what my favorite music is, what's my answer? I know that's a simple question, but what's your, what's the answer going to be? You want to have that ready, right? And from there, you can start to build on things like, well, I like this band, but I used to like this band. And then now you're adding, you know, new grammar, new words and like, oh, I'm really inspired. Oh, how do I say inspired? You know, that's just that that is such a great way to learn the language, uh, at least for me. That's it's been working really or it was working really well. And since I've gotten back to the States, I've just been surrounded with English. Even right now, I'm just speaking really fast in English. I could be speaking in Japanese, uh, but I'm more comfortable doing it in English, which is not good. I should be doing a little bit of both. And lately, I've just been doing all English. So from now on, um, now that my motivation is going up, uh, I've been trying to speak more with, you know, my roommate, who's unfortunately now out of town. But my friend that's coming tomorrow, she's Japanese. And I have some other friends that um, live here that are Japanese. Basically, what I'm saying, you know, I've already repeated it. But basically, despite the class, I can't blame the class alone for my Japanese. There's other ways for me to get this going. And if with my other students, we can meet together, or other classmates, we can meet together and have study groups. Maybe like gives, hey, why don't you do these questions and I do these questions? Oh, hold on. I apologize. I was hearing some noises on my computer and I'm getting really scared that it's going to crash. If it crashes, holy shit, that's going to suck. I don't, I really don't want to have to redo this. So let's just keep going. But, oh, we're like, we're walking on ice here. We're walking on ice here. This is really scary. Um, yeah, so I guess if there's any update right now, it's just that I've noticed that my studying has not been so well this semester. I guess I already knew that, but I'm really realizing like, okay, the I the, the class itself is kind of shitty, but I because of that, let's do stuff outside of class. Let's make it fun. Let's watch Shin-chan, dissect it, learn it. And I'm I'm I learned so much just watching an episode of Shin-chan, and I'm still going through it. And I've watched it 15 times, and it's just one episode. And there's hundreds out there. So if I, if I, you know, master one and watch the next one, oh, maybe, you know, three of the words I learned in the first one will appear in the next one. So those are three words I don't have to learn this time. And it, it'll, it'll eventually just kind of shrink. And like I said, you just shave off that stuff. Iron sharpens, sharpens iron kind of thing. You just, fought, you know, remove all the mistakes. And eventually you'll hopefully have a kind of a polished, you know, language. And, um, so that's what's been going on with me in the last couple of weeks, but I'm, I'm, you can see I have a grin on my face because I'm excited for it. I'm really stoked because I'm, I'm happy that I'm finding motivation again um, just because being in school and, you know, it was kind of getting me down, realizing like, man, I'm not learning a lot. Is it, is it me? And I was kind of blaming myself. And then it, it didn't hit me until about finals week that I went, nope, it's the class. Um, I need to do something about this and I need to take action outside of the class. Do both. And maybe that will like supplement it, but I need to really study outside of class, which unfortunately means, you know, double the, the studying and stuff. But you know, that's obviously a good thing if I can make it fun and I'm really motivated. And, um, so yeah, today's podcast is just really just talking about just finding that motivation when you don't have it, um, looking for, you know, you have to find the way and for everyone, it's going to be different. I think for me, this is, you know, what works for me. I'm finding what works for me. You're going to find things that do and don't work. And, um, once you reach a point where you can find what does work, then it's it's time to make a schedule and try to follow it. So that's the point where I'm at. Um, you know, I'm getting busy now and I have a friend coming in, so I, I probably won't be following it so much this week. 
but like you know with Chris winter break starting I'll have no excuse I have you know complete free time um so I'm really trying to get back into a rhythm where I'm learning having fun and really trying to um correct and like try to remember and revisit some of the words I've learned before so that I don't forget uh kutsurogu right you got to keep just keep keep it in your head like the one word a day so throughout the day today I'm just going to be like kutsurogu 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 it's a good thing. Um, that's basically the only topic. Uh, that's basically like, yeah, like I said, like that's all I really had like planned for today's podcast. So we can talk about other things now. Um, but for any language you're learning, just yeah, find that motivation. And even though you're not in the country, you can pretend that you're there by really immersing yourself with, um, again, it's going against my rule here that I used to make before, but I'm starting to lean more toward allowing um a drama series or a tv show to be a little bit more influential for as a a teacher for um japanese but i use um i i i say that only if the show uses everyday conversation if it uses everyday language and everyday like for my case japanese um or whatever language you're learning then i think it's okay i think there's no problem of course it's still a show like shin chan for example is still a cartoon and some of the stuff they say is totally dumb but it's funny and they're jokes and there may be some, some things I could use, you know, in the future. And just knowing the meanings of the words themselves is really important. Um, cause it's just, again, that casual speech is something you don't, you don't always pick up out of a textbook. So I'm really excited that I'm finding something that I'm happy about and excited about. I think before I used to watch Doraemon, which is another, another kid's show, but it's a, it's a much, it's aimed for a much younger audience, which is fine for learning a language, but Shin Chan for me is actually just entertaining. I find myself actually laughing. Like, that's really funny. Um, so because of that, it makes it less stunning and more fun. And of course, you know, more fun makes it easier to do in my, you know, sometimes, especially when learning a language. So that's been really good for me. Um, let's see, what else is new? I guess that's kind of, yeah, that's the only topic. We, we did the words. Let's pull up some comments or something. Let's do that. Here, we'll throw on the Jeopardy theme. Here we go. I'm going to look for a couple comments because uh, you guys are always commenting on my videos and I'm just going to pick one here and uh, go through them because I want to encourage people to continue to comment. So um, give me one second here. Professionalism at its finest. Doing this on the fly. Um, I didn't really find anything. Let's see. If you don't speak another language, all right. So negative comments. I don't really want to read that. I just blah, blah, blah. well, I didn't really find anything. I apologize. <laughs> I actually have a list, but I just don't have it pulled up right now of some comments from before. Like you know, if it's like a question or um something like that. It's a lot of just jokes and trolly shit. Uh, this was cute. Thanks for the video. Thank you. Um. Well, sorry, this is, this shows the professionalism of my podcast here. It's again, it's really winged. Um, as you can see, um, it's basically kind of the point of this is just to be able to kind of flesh out my thoughts and on a weekly basis and just be able to interact with you guys. By the way, last week was awesome. Um, if any of you guys participated last week, we did a live, the first live stream on this channel, which was a lot different. And I'm still trying to plan, you know, trying to figure out in my head where live streams, um, like where they can be placed within this channel because they're very different. Um, at the core of my channel is about travel vlog videos. It's about traveling to a new place and recording the whole day and crunching that whole day down to about five to 10 minutes and posting it for you guys. I love to do that. They're my favorite videos. Um, I love storytelling. So I love just taking raw footage from even just a boring thing as just like 
I'm going to go to this restaurant and get some food. I mean, it's kind of interesting, but it could be very boring if done wrong. I love to take just the little bits and the little jokes and all that and just smash them together and make it fun. Um, for me, it's such a blast. It's a challenge, but it's it's fun. So me just pulling up open that video today and just getting it started, I'm like, ooh, ooh, I'm just, I'm, I can't wait to um, get these videos going again. Uh, oh, I found a question. Uh, I just see a question mark, so let's, let's, let's assume this is a question. By FJS15, um, this person says, not to abuse, but I'm wondering... Okay, I don't think this person's a, a fluent English speaker, so I'll try to... Not to abuse, maybe not to be rude, but I'm wondering if these questions can be asked to first students if you come to India. Then they'll reply amazingly well. I guess Japanese aren't fluent in English speaking, just curious. Alright, so sorry, the grammar there was a little off, so I had to read that a couple times, but um, he's just saying, like, why not, you know, if you came to India, people would probably speak a little better, and that's probably true. I think, um, uh, I know, like, in the Philippines, for example, and in India, English speaking, yeah, in China, I guess throughout a lot of places of the world, but specifically those three places, um, English is really, you know, taught very strongly, and in Japan, too, it's kind of a sad truth that, uh, I've probably said it a million times now, but Japan English in Japan, English is taught throughout all school, which many of you probably know this. Um, but you know, past you know, up until high school, and you can choose to do it in college as well, depending on which school you go to. But um, the the speaking is not enforced very well. It's mostly learning, or uh, how do you say, like listening, like listening skills and reading and writing. Um, so they can usually read and write really well, but the speaking, um, you know, as I'm not saying for everyone, of course, there's many skilled English speakers in Japan, but as a whole, I guess, statistically and, um, compared to other countries, the speaking level for English is unfortunately pretty low. And that's why the demand for native English speakers, like someone like myself or something are, is a lot higher. Um, so I may be going to Japan to do that because it's one of the English, one of the easiest jobs you can get going into Japan. If actually it probably is the English, the easiest, I can't even speak English. Listen to me. <laughs> I keep stuttering my words and it's probably just cause I talk too fast, but, um, yeah, so I'm just going through comments now. Uh, I guess this is a shout out one and I'll, I'll, I'll I like the shout out ones too. Sharon Turner says, I love your videos in all caps. This is so fun. I cook Japanese curry all the time. Mmm. Thank you, Sharon. I cook curry or I cook Japanese curry all the time myself too. I actually have some in my fridge because I cooked some the other day. Um, that's actually another thing. I guess since again, for the those who listen to the podcast, you get the little sneak previews on my big, you know, tiny channel here. Um, I'm putting together a script uh, in all Japanese on how to cook certain Japanese dishes. So I'm gonna be doing kind of a series where. Uh, it's kind of almost like a cooking show, but with me, it's gonna be really short, you know, really brief, but it'll have like the whole recipe in there and all the steps and everything you need to know, but it's all going to be done in Japanese. And this is part of like my, my recent motivation going up to get my Japanese better. I think one of the biggest challenges, and this is, this is probably for any language, but for Japanese specifically, trying to write something like an essay. And for me, I'm not a good writer in English. I'm not, writing is not my strong suit. Um, I don't read a lot of books. I love books. It's it's like it's like this weird um, irony. I actually love books in that I love the stories being flushed out more. Out of all out of any of the books, which I haven't read many, out of any of the books I have read, like out of like where I had free time, and I'm like I'm gonna read a book, and I get into it and I finish it. I loved the experience. Um, I think the last book, okay, I, the last two books I read. 
they were while I was in Japan and I started reading them because I was riding the train every day. So I had time to, you know, read. And it was uh, The Martian, which the movie is based off of. The book is tremendously better. It's so good. Just the way it's fleshed out. You know, it's true for any book to film adaptation where the book is almost almost always better just because it has more character development and just more in there. Um, but I think my, the, my favorite book that I've read recently is this book that came out a few years ago called Ready Player One. And I believe Steven Spielberg's making a, a movie on it soon. I'm stoked to see how that turns out. You know, if it's a flop, I'll always have the book because I read the book and it's fire. And I, I'm kind of a nerd for, um, I've mentioned this before. I'm not a nerd for anime. I'm not a nerd for, I don't know, whatever else you could be ready for, like Star Trek and shit, but I'm really into, uh, like medieval stuff, like Lord of the Rings. I love that. It's just like my childhood. I grew up on Lord of the Rings. We made like Lord of the Ring recreation videos as kids, like me and all my brothers and my family. Um, we loved Lord of the Rings growing up and, uh, that, and not like space, but I love futuristic stuff when it's like the like dystopian kind of like, so ready player one's perfect because it's about like a dystopian kind of end of the world planet where everyone is connected to the internet through like virtual reality, video game headsets. Um, but the way they just, the way that the story's fleshed out is so detailed and, uh, they make it sound so realistic where like the kid, even though he's the best, the gear he owns isn't as good as everyone else's gear. And like, it's just cool. It's a really, for, for if you're into that kind of stuff, uh, again, I'm kind of geeking out here. I apologize, but I just want to say like books are great. Um, but I don't read them very much, but getting back to my point, um, challenging yourself to write an essay is almost always for me in my experience, like with school. Oh no, my computer's, it's got a loading bar. Please don't freeze. Um, in school, whenever the teacher's like, okay, you need to write a half page essay in Japanese on what you think about Japanese food. I guess we're talking about food. So I could say that, um, and making yourself have to do that is just, it's such a cool exercise because, you know, how would I say it in English? I'd say, well, for me, I really love Japanese food because we don't have seafood in America very much. And if we do, it's expensive and you have to be really careful. The meat quality isn't as high, uh, blah, 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 blah. And, um, but just having, forcing yourself, you, you, you start to have fun thinking of like, oh, how do you say that in Japanese? Like what grammar form can I use? Let's just say like as an American, uh, America jin toshite. Oh, okay. Okay. And you learn that and you put it down. Um, so, but because I'm not a big writer, even in English, it's, you know, it's hard to find that motivation. Like, am I really just going to write like an essay? Like that's boring. Right. So I thought it was a cool challenge for myself as like, you know, I'm getting some free time here coming up. I'm going to be mainly focused on those vlog channel videos. We're traveling throughout Japan. Cause that's like my, the core of this channel. The podcast is kind of a, you know, sprinkled thing just for, to keep interaction with you guys. Cause it's fun. Um, but the cooking one is going to be a new thing that I'm going to be kind of steering into as well. So that's going to be a new thing. And I'm really excited because I think it'll, it'll appeal, you know, obviously to even a lot more people who maybe aren't interested in traveling to Japan, but just want to cook Japanese food because Japanese food is some of the best food in the world. Um, and I've been learning lately how to cook it, at least the simple dishes, the dishes that to a Japanese person, it's like making like bacon and eggs. Like it's not like a recipe you'd ever put on the internet, but for Americans, we never eat this stuff ever. At least I never did growing up. So just having, you know, meals with rice based meals with like deep fried chicken, um, pork, uh, ramen. Well, I guess I don't make ramen at home, but just, you know, uh, Japanese dishes and just trying to make them at home and, uh, curry. We, I, I have one curry video that we did a long time ago, but I'd love to do like a, again, like in the style where I do it all in Japanese. So I've been watching lately, um, a lot of Japanese cooking shows. There's this cooking show 
I'll have to find the name and tell you guys later, but it's really cool. Uh, there's this comedian that joins up with like Michelin star, top of the world, high class chefs, and they ha- they make the chef cook, try to cook the meal himself before the the real chef show it. So he's like, okay, uh, show me how you make omurice, which omurice is a uh, I don't know why they call it omurice. I wish I knew like the meaning. I apologize. I don't know it. I know. I'm sorry. But the it's basically like it's really popular among kids, but it's still the best. Like it's bomb. Uh, but kids especially like it. Um, it has carrots, peas, chicken, uh, all like fried in a pan, kind of like, you know, uh, just pan fried with uh, ketchup, a little bit of like chicken broth and um, rice, like all mixed together. And you kind of like make like fried rice out of that. And then in a separate pan, uh, you make an omelet flat, put all that rice and stuff inside of it, uh, wrap it and put ketchup on it. So it's really simple, really basic, but it's really, really good. And if you, if you get the consistency of the egg, right, you get the fried rice, just perfect. You don't want to make it too dry. Um, and then the ketchup's obviously kind of the childish part and you cook it with the ketchup a little bit. So the sugar burns, Ooh, it's really good. Um, but I was watching the show and the, the chef makes the, the guy like, okay, cook your omu rice. And you know, probably every Japanese person can cook it to a certain extent just cause they grew up on it. And so he does his thing and he cooks it and the chef takes a bite and he's like, Hmm, you know, it's omu rice, but you know, this is dry, blah, 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 blah. And then the chef shows his way and he is just it's incredible. And he explains it, but it's all in Japanese, this show. I just found it on YouTube. I typed in just like, um, what was it? Omuraisu no tsukurikata. If you wanted to type that in Japanese, it's omuraisu no tsukurikata. means how to cook uh, or how to make omuraisu is the like the method of cooking omurais. Um So you could probably find it on there or on a different video. But I found that. Uh, my roommate even walked in as I was watching it. She's like, oh, I know this show. It's so funny. I know this comedian. He's so funny. Um, I don't even remember the comedian's name or anything because I was kind of going to bed while I was watching it. Um, but while watching it, I was taking some notes like, okay, I can actually incorporate these into my video I'm trying to put together. So I want to watch like a bunch of cooking videos and get all of their advice and all their tips and kind of, and then mix it in with what I would say, you know, like, Hey, this is Eric. And you know, I love this dish, blah, 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 blah. Um, so I'm working on that. Uh, and I guess, again, this is, I can just spoil all my secrets to you guys because, uh, those who listen to the podcast, I think you guys deserve, uh, you know, you know, you need to get like paid for your efforts. I appreciate you guys listening to me. Um, I ordered an apron the other day <laughs> that's showing up. It's all red. And in the center, it just has a big symbol of, um, what you see on my channel, just Eric abroad. Um, so I'm really excited. That'll be cool. Um, but that's on like, that comes second to the vlogs. Don't worry. Um, cause I know the vlogs, even for myself, they're the most important. Um, so starting next week, uh, hopefully I'll be getting uh, that one video I mentioned with Masa where we went to the onsen. Hopefully getting that fleshed out and posted up soon. And I'm going to be, uh, in the meantime, writing the script and writing it first in English and then going through in Japanese and consulting with Japanese friends and um, incorporating new things. It's really fun. I just find it a big challenge. But I think after getting this first one done, it's going to take a long time and a big be a big hurdle. But I think I'm going to learn like enough vocab and enough grammar that I can then in the next one, maybe only have to do about take about half the time because I can use, you know, the same words and things like that. And like, what is it like? Chuhi, kyohi, jakuhi. Like, I think that's how you say it. It's like strong heat, low heat, high heat, medium heat. So things like that. And I've never really learned like, um, cooking words in like textbooks or things like that. Um, in like in class or anything and how to make food. So it's pretty fun. So again, um, I'm, basically just wrapping up like what this whole podcast is today. It's just trying to find a way 
to pretend that I'm still in Japan learning the language every day and being surrounded by it by finding what I enjoy doing uh, with Japanese and a way for me to stay engaged with the language without feeling like I'm like working or studying. Um, I'm watching Shin-chan for, you know, for goodness sakes, it's hilarious and doing, uh, you know, a cooking show. It's just fun. Um, so for me, I'm really excited. Um, this last week, I am really exhausted. As you can see, I'm really tired, um, feeling a little sick, um, been just really busy and just getting stuff done. But, um, I'm also very motivated and I'm very, um, optimistic toward the next couple weeks. And from, you know, from then on toward, um, you know, where it's going to lead me. And I just, I'm, it's really exciting for me to know that I'm, I'm getting better and I want to get better. And knowing that I have the motivation is just, it's a really good feeling. So I hope for any of you guys, if you guys are studying a language or whatever you're studying, if you're studying math, you know, whatever science or anything, finding that motivation that makes like, why do I study this? Like, why do I enjoy doing this? Um, and trying to apply it in a way that makes it fun. It's, it's just super important. And I'm now realizing it just in this last couple of weeks, um, how important it really is. And just make, you know, having to make your own lessons, I guess, you know, um, so that's basically all I really wanted to discuss today. Um, I think, uh, today's podcast was a little shorter than normal, but I guess that's okay. Um, like I mentioned, we did, oh, I was mentioning, actually, let's wait. Um, I mentioned the, uh, live podcast last week, which was a lot of fun. It definitely clocked in at over three hours. So, um, apologies to, you know, I, I feel bad. That's the only reason that like, you know, that's the only hesitant I have toward the live streams. I think is there's so much fun. Um, you can get so much information out and I had a live guest, uh, my friend Mike. So shout outs to Mike. If he's listening to this, that guy's the man I'm going to be seeing him over winter break in New York. And I can't wait. Um, him and my other friend, Anthony, um, I'm so stoked for that. I'm going to bring the GoPro. I don't really have a plan on what I'm going to record. Really? I'm just going to record as I go, just as I normally do. I guess, um, in Japan, I usually have kind of a plan of like what I'm going to do this one. I'm just going to go in. Um, I'm really excited to go to New York blind. I've never been, I'm not going to do a lot of like research on like where to go and what to hit up. I'm not doing that at all. I'm just hanging out with my friends. We're going to be in New York. We're going to wander around. They'll show me some stuff. Um, but I'm excited to wander around myself too with you guys. And, um, that'll be really cool. A really cool experience. And Maybe if you guys are from the East Coast or from New York or anything and you have suggestions, let me know. That way I don't have to do any research and I can just follow your suggestions. Um, and I guess, yeah, I don't know. I don't think people would really want to meet up in New York or anything just because I don't have a big following. But if anyone does, let me know. I don't know. Hit me up on Instagram and maybe I'll have a day off where um, I can go grab a drink. So I did that once in Vegas um, and only one individual showed up. But my channel's really small, so I'm not complaining. I had a lot of fun. It was really cool. It was a lot of fun. Um, just, you know, meeting other people and it's, it's, it's interesting meeting someone who knows a lot about you through a channel. He's like, yeah. in that one video you did, you said this and I'm like, you're right. I did. It's, it's, I, I, I'm a very open guy and a very, I'm not ashamed to like, uh, get on stage or put myself out there or anything, but you, I kind of forget sometimes how much people it's weird knowing that someone knows me really well that lives like in another side of the world and I've never had any contact with. It's interesting. So meeting them and like hearing them like, Whoa, like why do you know so much about me? And it's like, cause you post your whole life on YouTube, you idiot. Um, so it's fun. Um, so if anyone, uh, over new year's wants to, uh, meet up in New York for a drink, I can't guarantee I'm going to do a meetup, but if like a few people are like, Hey, blah, 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 blah. Um, I think on like, for example, I think on the third of this of January, uh, I think I'm like alone. I'm pretty sure I'm just solo traveling that day, like the third through the third, the fourth and the fifth possibly, but I might, that might change. I might be with a friend. I don't know. So I don't want to promise anything. Uh, but if anyone has availability and is like, Hey, Eric abroad, if you are available, I would love to meet up. But if not, 
totally cool. If you come at with that approach, I think that's good because I may not be able to do anything, but that'd be a lot of fun. Um, but again, again, going back to the podcast or the uh, live stream, I had so much fun. We did uh, some story time and I got to flesh out some stories that I could, can't normally really do under an hour normally just because it's hard to... Um, it's fun, you know, taking the time and getting it out just in a little bit longer time uh, is only really possible in the live stream version. But it is really long, so I don't want to exclude anyone who maybe like, you know, maybe a piece of inf- information two hours in is actually might be really beneficial towards someone who's like, you know, asking questions about, you know, studying in Japan and things like that. I would hate for them to have to listen to three hours just to try to, you know, make sure they don't miss something. That's not fair. So I think... um I think the weekly podcast will remain like, you know, mostly this, just so you guys get this like, you know, under an hour, you know, it's like guaranteed it'll come every week. Um, you know, maybe some weeks I'll miss it or something, but assuming like almost every week it'll come out and it'll be under an hour just so it's like structured. Um, and then I think I would do the live streams as kind of like a sprinkled on top. Like, Hey, by the way, if you want to watch this, this is here too. I'm going to interview my friend. I'm going to interview this English teacher. I'm going to interview this Japanese student. And, um, it's going to be three hours long. It's not going to be scripted. It's going to be some blank spots. There were some spots with Mike where I, I went to the bathroom and I went and got a beer, you know what I mean? And it's like, it's unprofessional or whatever. Um, but I don't want to make, I don't want to make anyone have to sit through that. So, um, I think that's the direction that the channel's going at this point. Um, again, the main, the main core is the travel, uh, additional videos of the podcast and things like cooking and things like that. Uh, being back in Oregon, I also consider extra, even though it is travel, it's not in Japan. Um, and then a live stream on top of that every month or so. And I think that'll provide a lot of various content. Um, and I did, I did throw out my, uh, Snapchat last time and a lot of people added me. So let's start, let's start throwing out my Snapchat. Fuck it. I'll start using story, my story a lot more. Um, I primarily use, well, I use Instagram a lot more, but you like Snapchat is a lot easier for just day to day stuff. Um, so you can follow me. It's the same as my Instagram handle. So if you see it, um, it's at emart756. You can see it right down here. Um, same thing. Just type in emart756 on Snapchat. I'm going to start plugging that. I don't have the graphics for it ready. Um, I would do it today, but I got to get ready. My friend's going to be here in a couple hours. So, um, over the next few weeks, I'm going to probably incorporate it and start plugging it on my channel and stuff. Um, cause that it's pretty fun. I think it's cool to let people follow me and I'll add you all as friends. I probably won't do like direct messages, but I'll, I'll post on my story and you guys can send snaps to me as well. Um, I don't know. Maybe I should make a separate account, huh? I don't know. Whatever. At this point, I don't really mind. Um, the channel's small enough. Go ahead and just follow my, that's my personal Snapchat. So just go ahead. Um, again, I don't have the graphic, but just type in emart756, um, and then on Instagram as well. But for snap, if you want to get the day-to-day stuff, I'll start using it more. Really? Um, a lot of people were asking me, I sh- I could probably do a whole podcast on why I don't use Twitter. Um, people are asking, cause it, it, Twitter's a great, a great, wow. A great way to, um, stay engaged, uh, you know, as a YouTuber, like to like, for example, I, like a couple weeks ago, my, my, uh, computer crashed. So I couldn't post the podcast and I'm like, just be like, Hey guys, computers crashed, blah, 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 blah. And everyone goes like, you know, everyone understand. I didn't have any way to do that because I don't have a big Insta or a big Twitter following. If people want it, if people really, really want me to use Twitter, like on like hundreds of people are like, Eric, Twitter, please Twitter, I'll make one or I'll, I'll like start plugging it again. It's the same. It's emart756. You can follow it, but I don't use it at all. It, it, it lives there and it just, it's also dead there. So, um, I'm just a guy who doesn't really get it. None of my friends use it. And I just, all my friends use Snapchat and stuff now. I think everyone uses that now, but like, um, I just, I, I never got on Twitter. Um, even when it came out as a kid, I was like, why it was like the Facebook combater, right? At the time Facebook was out. And then like 
this new thing, Twitter, but you can only post on 160 characters, so it keeps it clean and or short and like condensed. And I'm like, that's cool, but none of my friends are on it, so I just I never got into it. I feel like an old man with Twitter. I don't I just don't get it. Um, anyways, follow my Snapchat, follow my Instagram. I guess that's gonna be the end of the podcast. That's a good way to uh, end it here. I'm just plugging all my shit here for the last half hour. Thank you guys for listening in. Um, if you guys enjoyed it, again, this is a very unprofessionally uh, unscripted podcast, so I hope you guys enjoyed it, um, knowing that that's what it is, uh, not expecting like a really big, well-produced thing. Maybe in the future it'll get better, but for now, I like keeping it like this. And I actually, I think I like this new mic setup. I, I flipped it around, I got it up, and I got the wind, or the fucking, the pop filter here, uh, kind of parallel here, so I think it doesn't block my face as much. I'm sure there's shadows here. Uh, but before I had it literally like, like this and you guys couldn't see me and a lot of people got bothered by that. So this is, this will actually work. I think it took me all of five seconds to do it. Um, I just had to like be brave enough to, you know, adjust all my stuff. So I like this. And again, I'm just in a really good mood. Winter breaks here. Um, I'm going to be hanging out with a friend for the next week. And then after that, just editing, waiting for Christmas, going to New York. And then even after I get back from New York, a friend's coming to visit from Japan, another friend, I have a pretty good month and a half lined up and I'm really happy just in a good mood. The holiday, the holiday cheer is up in me and my motivation for Japanese is at an all time high again. And I'm so stoked for that. So thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys can stay motivated as well. If you're studying the language or whatever you do in life. Um, I hope you can do it with a smile. I hope this uh, podcast gives you a little step. Um, I'm a very optimistic person. I really, really try to push, um, looking for, uh, happiness in life, I suppose. Um, I've had points in my life where I've been quite depressed. Actually, there have been times where I was actually depressed. I won't get into that. Um, not, it wasn't anything like crazy, just a period in my life where, you know, maybe two months I was literally, you know, really, really down and really, really, you know, questioning life and things like that. Um, but you, I think, I think getting through times like that, you start to, you know, look for the good things in life. And I've, I've just really noticed in my life lately, um, I tend to push a lot of just anything that's negative in my life and anything with like, especially with like politics lately. Um, I don't personally get into politics cause I know it just gets me down. Um, and I know it could be ignorant. It could be seen as whatever, but it's, it's what I choose to do. It's how I choose to live my life. I, I choose to just keep the fun stuff. I want to have fun. I want to put out good vibes. So I hope this uh, podcast is good vibes for you guys because, um, we all need that and it's the Christmas season. So we all need to cheer up. Um, some people get depressed. So I hope if you're, if you're in like a bad mood or you're feeling down, I feel like Bob Ross right now, he's always like, yeah, you know, thanks for joining the show. I hope I'm not interrupting you, you know, here at the show. Yeah. I was watching Bob Ross the other day and his vibes are the best. It's too bad that guy's, um, you know, rest in peace, Bob Ross. That guy, it's, it's so like, it's just a show of him painting, but you just, you're just hanging out with Bob Ross and it's like the most comforting voice. He's got an afro. So I hope, uh, you know, I can channel kind of through Bob Ross here. In today's podcast, some good vibes. Send them. I'm sending them your way right now. Send them your way. Do I have a? Do I have a? a uh, let me. Do I have a sound bite for sending a? That's not it. No, I don't. I don't have anything. Nothing for that. Just like hey, good vibes. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe the kids cheering will help. Yeah. There's always. There's always um, a positive thing. This podcast is really. I. I. am not good at ending podcasts. I just keep going. I never want to end. Um, I kind of got in a good mood getting on there. So I wish you guys, I hope you guys, if you're in any, any bad moods or any bad places, I, uh, wish you, you know, hang in there, you'll get through it. Um, and I hope you guys all have a really good week leading up to Christmas. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Please like, follow, subscribe, comment, blah, 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 blah. And, um, I hope to have another, finally another vlog travel video out for you guys soon. Um, I'll see you guys next time in the next podcast. Uh, let me know what you think and have a good week guys. Take care. And I'll see you next time. Ja, mata.